Well, hello and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network, episode 90. This is the Independent Musician's Guide to Production and Promotion. This week, we're taking a look at some of the best Black Friday deals for plugins, apps, and more. We also have a breakdown from a professional web designer on the seven best tips when making a website. So if you're bummed about all the stuff going on with Bandcamp and Spotify, it's a good time to consider having a website that you control and no one can pull the rug out from under you. Uh, so whether you're completely new at web design or feeling a bit overwhelmed at the thought, stay tuned because we've got you covered. My name is Sun Warper, and with me today are Eon Lake, Curtis, and our special guest, label mate, and web designer extraordinaire, Frequency Control Center. Very much so. Yes, we're going to get straight into it because also it is Black Friday coming up and we have got more Black Friday deals. So we're going to hop right into it with uh, I'll put all the links in the patron uh, group, which I'm going to share my link with now. So much to get through. Uh, so little time. There's a lot. Yeah, we'll, we'll run through them very quickly and then we're just going to talk about kind of which one catches our each of our eyes the most and why. Um, exactly. So here we so, go. All right. Yeah. Sharing so, it. We're going to start right down here. Oh, oh there you go. Oh. There's you. Wrong buttons. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just keeping you all on your toes, all right? Uh, it's been chaos here at this end. So, yeah, we're going to start with Reads and Studios. Um, the uh, You guys have got a massive update if you're part of that. Massive update on Reads. And, um, yeah, you guys are quite excited about this. Some offer. Well, Reads 12 has, has been out for a little bit, but I finally just bought it. Of course, right before this happened, a couple months before, but uh, <laughs> but that's all right. It's worth it. They have a good, if you already are a Reason user, there's a really good update price and things like that. But yeah, I believe it's 50% off of Reason, also on Reason Plus, which Frequency Control Center, I think you said you use, which is their yeah. subscription model. I think it's normally 20 a month and then there's an annual thing or something. I forget the actual amount, but um, what's cool about Reason is it works in any other DAW. So you can use it as plugins. You can do multi-stereo. You could do it as a single thing. And so you can do all this stuff because what I love about Reason is the rack. You can have everything looks kind of like a modular setup. You can put all these different things and move it. And um, it works really well. So I am also a big fan of their sound, like the plugins that come stock. They're really good. But with Reason Plus, you get a bunch of other additional stock, uh, additional synths and things like that. FCC, what what do you think? Because you use Reason. What do you think about Reason Plus, Reason 12 in general? Yeah, I kind of, it's quite nice because when they release new synths and, and extra plugins, you get them straight away if you've yeah. got a Reason Plus, um, which is kind of handy. And, and you get access to the, I think it's called Reason Plus Companion, I think. But it's a uh, it's it's like a library of sound packs, yeah. Um, and so some are you know they de depends what kind of music you do really. But you know if you're there's a lot of hip hop and kind of electronic stuff on there, and and some some interesting stuff comes along. Actually, it's it's quite good to have it have a look through yeah. and grab some sounds and a bit of inspiration so yeah Definitely. you can always sample chop right you know yeah yeah and then what is it yeah. dr rex or whatever and do some chops and things like that yeah 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 lots there curtis what do we have next uh over here we've got uh we've got 90 percent on black friday deals from native instruments stop steve from coming into the thing here um <laughs> we touched we touched on it uh last week obviously native instruments recently acquired things like isotope for example um and they've got a bunch of 
beautiful plugins in there as well. And they've suddenly got, they've currently got 50% off on all Complete 14 bundles. Now, I don't know if any of you guys ever use Complete Control or Complete Native Access Tool. No. Does Lars though? I believe our patron Lars who's in the chat. Because I think he he was the one that was like, you guys are missing something with Complete or something like that. But Lars, let us know. I don't want to speak for you if you don't use it, but I'm pretty sure you might. But let us know. But yeah, I mean I, that's a good deal for it. I I, I do I I I agree with uh, you completely. I think uh, especially with these guys um, personally, they've been really good for my uh, commission work. So less of the Curtis work, but when I get something for TV or for film, or if I get a score or something like that, there's a lot of cinematic stuff in here. Which if you're looking to get more into that. It's a small investment to make into your studio. I think it's really, really interesting in that regard. So yeah. Lars um, says I have the complete control 32 key. Does that come with any of the plugins? Or I, I guess it would if it's got control in the name. So but yeah, I'm I'm not that familiar with native instruments beyond guitar rig. So and isotope. But yeah, he also says freaking love it. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> that is the it's way control cool, freak, obviously. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have complete Eon Lake? So no, I've only ever used um player for okay, yeah. some of the predefined instruments they've got that are built on samples, which are really good. Yeah. All right, what do we got next, Curtis? Uh, we go over to our friends at Bliss. Yes. Um they have got they've got a lot of difficult 43 percent off the alpha they their mono lit currently is going for free um wow. we we tested their mega lit when they released that and the precursor that is the mono lit and it's badass it's beautiful that's the only way of saying that mm-hmm. um so snap that up for free and you got 49 half price on the mega lit again beautiful synth so you've been really doing that for synthwave haven't you some of it yeah, I, my last song, Monolith Memories, I used it for basically every sound. That it's got a really cool, um, a really cool routing you can do and modulations, and there's all these things. It's very complex, and I'm just the reason I'm stopping for a second is I've got I'm gonna put in the chat and I'll put it in the description after our deep dive into the Megalit with uh, from Bliss. It's very cool. So that's there in the chat just to show you. You can watch it after if you're interested in the Megalit <laughs> or any of the other ones. But uh, I would highly recommend checking out Bliss. They have some really awesome synths. And they also have some really cool other plugins like the Voices plugin, which we use to do. You can turn any sound. It's kind of like an auto-tune, harmonizer, all that stuff, all in one. Really fun to use. If, even if you don't sing or something, like Curtis was making some crazy sounds with it. I made a synth and like chopped up my voice as a synth and put it into a sampler and transpose it's it's really fun to just experiment with so yeah check out what bliss has going on because it's well worth it. for free i mean yeah i mean yeah if you just want to get a taste and see what they can do i mean there you go yeah i mean i i've never come across them before so i'm quite intrigued to uh have a little play with that yeah i would mm. check it out and i think monolith at least might be on ios i think a few of them are on ios as well mm. so i've gotten some comments on my youtube videos where they're like yeah i use this on the ios one or something so they they may i don't know if those are free or not or and i i could be completely wrong but i i know i remember some comments have said things like that so yeah very good um moving swiftly on uh if you hadn't guessed it is black friday um and nowhere <laughs> would you ever get much more 
of a reminder that it's Black Friday than the uh, big hyped up uh, Arturia. Uh, This has been a wash with conversation um, in the Patreon Discord this week. Um, They've got 50% off all their flagship uh, stuff. Um, Beautiful, beautiful, uh, such as the Analog Lab. You've got Pigments, for example. Um, You've got the FX Collection. You've also got the V Collection 9. Coming down from 600 uh, euro down to 300 dollars. It's about the same these days. Um, Yeah, it's so tempting not to get this one. So (laughs) tempting. Uh, Sorry, so tempting to get this one, but money in it. (laughs) (laughs) Money in it. Yep, (laughs) definitely. Um, if anyone comes into a bit more money in the next 13 days, they've got a lovely countdown time. Oh, you can't quite see it because of our lovely okay, faces. I can uh, yeah. um, but yes, um, it is here. It's sitting there. Um, really tough not to get this one. Really tough not to get this one. Um, I've been eyeing it every Black Friday for like four years. I remember mm-hmm. talking with Survey yeah. Channel about it. And he's like, yeah, just get it. Just get it. And I never did. And I was like, ah, oh. but... I gravitate more and more towards hardware. So, you know, it's like, eh. but when I do commission stuff, I'm like, man, that would be nice to have in the DAW. Mm. But alas, I, I wait. <laughs> I did cave in and buy the uh, FX collection. Nice. Okay. How is it? How is it? Oh, you... there's some really, really good, really good stuff in there. Yeah. I, it's like, <laughs> I mean, I've I've only I've not had it for long, but I'm just I seem to gravitate towards all the stuff in there now, and other plugins have just gone out the window. But the compressors and the reverbs, the delay, some of the delays are just sublime. Does it come with so, tape mellowify? Yeah. Oh, that thing's the best. It, mm. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it is good. Yeah, the wow and flutter on there with some drive. Man, it's nice. Mm. Little little on the filter. Yeah, that thing's magic. And that chorus too. The uh the is it the Juno chorus? Yeah. That they have that thing. Yeah, the Juno mm. chorus. Yeah. And there's an there's an MS20. I was just gonna say thing. that see, I have all the ones that they put up for free before. And that MS21, yeah. the drive on there is awesome. That filter. Oh man. Oh, man and that's, yeah. yeah, and there's another filter. I can't remember the name of it now. But that does some amazing things. And there's like a granular, I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, but it's like a weird granular kind of looping delay kind of thing. Get some crazy Ooh. sounds out of it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've, I've, I'm literally just dipping my toe in at the moment. And uh, uh, that'll keep me going for years, I reckon. The stuff in there is amazing. Yeah. And there's, I, I do want to mention because, Lars says in the chat that analog lab is worth having for sure. And there is that analog what uh, lab play. Is it yeah. the one we covered in yeah. our five free yeah. plugins? So uh, we'll talk about that more in a little bit. But yeah, if you're looking to get into some of Arturia's offerings, again, there's we're try we always try to find some budget friendly ways beyond just, you know, sales, but free ways, things like that to kind of get a taste and see whether it's for you. And then you can check out the sales that they have quite often, all of these companies. So yeah, Analog Lab Play, I believe is what it's called. Mm, that's the one. Um, it's got some great presets in there. Yeah. Um, I used it um, a couple of days ago in the morning. I had Luca and I was like, I need some calm music to chill him out. So I was just like on the keyboard and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> and he fell asleep. So I knew it worked. So yeah, there you go. Baby approved. <laughs> 
it's a, th- it's a thing with these ones like you know obviously we go for the budget friendly ones the the one that we've got coming up in just a second and like things like arturia where you pay a little bit more but they're just the quality is there and sometimes you do have to just balance that budget friendly with kind of like that you know quality i suppose like with anything that's why it's... you typically go budget friendly so you can splurge on the big ones right you know just then yeah. you can get the high quality ones yeah but that just because it's budget friendly does not mean it's poor quality as we'll see no, with some of the later ones yeah exactly uh, that leads us to a very non well right now it's very budget friendly uh the super plate from sound toys spoke about sound toys they got a free little plate little plate is that the word um yeah, yeah the that, that's going for free right now, but you can get the super plate a bit more extensive. Um, currently going for forty nine dollars, forty nine euro ish, uh, down from one hundred and forty nine. Um, if you are a long time watcher of the show, you'll know, especially how uh, Eon Lake is a big fan of this. Um, <laughs> sound toys in general are pretty amazing for what they do. Um, super plate going for fifty bucks. Can't really say no to that, apart from my budget and my bank balance, but. Looks beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of like a steroid version of Little Plate. Like, look at yeah. everything it's got that it offers. Mm. I mean, awesome. Yeah. The EQ is going to be super helpful. I don't actually have this, and I'm thinking, should I be upgrading sure. Sound Toys? Yeah, probably. Oh. New version. Yeah. And have this Most definitely. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm often EQing uh, reverbs mm-hmm. because of dominant frequencies. So, I mean, yep. You could really yeah, it's quite cool. That. I mean, just having the yeah. EQ built in is that's mm-hmm. massive. I know Chromaverb from Logic has that as well. It's got a full EQ and all that. But yeah, having EQs in the reverb is very nice for control. Yeah. What else do we have there? Uh, we got what one, two more things before we go. We got two more things. Uh, one of our is one of these. Just to, again, a little bit of a. Uh, uh, the ever faithful plugin boutique. If you are strapped or you are uh, looking for something, you're not quite sure what you want, or you're just in the mood to buy something new and you don't quite know what it wants, what you want, but plugin boutique has got whatever you need. Uh, they'll come to you with an aggregated form of whatever, be it EQs or be it Melodyne. Melodyne's going really cheap at the moment. Only going for Look at Diva, fifty uh, percent off Diva. I know. Um, yeah. It would be such. It would be such a beautiful thing to have. Um, would it, would so it be yeah, called uh, pass plugin acquisition syndrome? Yeah, it mm. would be. I suppose. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. yeah. This plugin this page is is like is starting to uh, incite my pass. Exactly. I get that. Uh, yeah. Dub station is a beautiful delay. Uh, I got that thanks to Lars. Um, he sent me over a little package a few years ago, and that is the best delay I think I've ever used. I use it on everything. Um, it's yeah, only it's going for RC20 is also that lo-fi awesomeness. Yeah, awesome. Uh, it's mm-hmm. instant lo-fi. You do it, yeah. Thing. Instead of getting an SP, you can use that. I guess. Exactly. <laughs> uh, beautiful they've even got the other stuff there from native instruments sound toys like they've already got there um there's the core collection as well um these eqs are getting a lot better maybe something worth looking into in that regard yeah and lars i'll get to your comment in a moment because there's a reason i'll get to it but we do have Mm -hmm. one more thing to cover and uh that is from our friends over at audio kit pro they have a lot of discounts going on with their apps once curtis gets it up i can see in the uh, green room that he's still he's still typing but uh but yeah they've got a ton it's not on their website but if you go to the app store and search audio kit pro you'll see a lot of the sensor marked down what would normally be 15 is about three or four bucks there's a snes synth 
that I can never remember the name of the Saga synth, the retro mm -hmm. Sega Genesis sounding one. Is that up, Curtis? I can't see the. Uh... Uh, we have their their main website. Yeah, the yeah here we go. They have them all here. Yeah, yeah. So they've got the audio synth one. You tell us more about this. Yeah, they've got tons. So there's the the two retro ones I was talking about, King of FM, which is free. I mean, I would recommend anybody to go grab that. Uh, there's also the King of Digital, which just came out. King of Bass. Mm -hmm. There's tons, and a lot of them are marked down. So it's well worth checking out. Like I said, just go to the App Store. We, we have all of the links in Discord over in the Patron Discord right now, but we'll put them up after the show to the ADSN, the public chat, uh, one of the public channels. But yeah, I would highly recommend checking. If you use your phone or your iPad for this type of stuff, it's well worth checking out. And I'll find, um, yeah, Lars, he says SNES synth. Yeah, they have, so they have two retro synths. The Saga synth, which we actually did a live demo of, which is based off of the chip, the sound chip in the Sega Genesis. And then they have the SNES one, which I can never remember the name of, but there's the Saga synth. But it's the SNES Oh, maybe synth. it's just SNES synth. Okay, yeah. So that's why I yeah. could never remember the name because it's <laughs> it's right there. I just had it the whole time. Uh, we didn't get to um, do that one, but it's very similar to the Saga synth just using the SNES sound so uh i think that one is three or four bucks right now it's on sale same with the saga yeah. synth i'll find when when i throw it over to curtis to talk i'll find the link for our saga synth deep dive so you can check that out because it's very similar to the snes i think you pronounce snes for the for their thing so you know copyright because uh nintendo is pretty fierce ah, yeah. with copyright but yeah okay curtis i'm gonna throw it over to you while i search this uh, yeah, so lastly, we have more of a PSA. Obviously, Black Friday is all about consumption. Um, and if you're not consuming, you're a bad capitalist. Um, but we have... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> one of our... Uh, one of the most beautiful things that have come out of this Black Friday so far is actually free. Our uh, people over at Valhalla, uh, Valhalla DSP, they have released an update for the beautiful Valhalla Supermassive. I'm just going to share my screen here oh, so people that? can see. <laughs> never <used that>. <laughs> <laughs> We've never talked about that before. Real quick, I am throwing in the um, Saga Synth, our deep dive into it in the chat if you want to check that out after as well. And I'll put all beautiful. these links after in the uh, description. Beautiful, yeah. Um, so coming back to uh, the Valhalla Supermassive, it is a beautiful uh, combination of reverb and delay, completely uh, free. And if you don't have this in your arsenal, I mean, everyone can do exactly what they want. The creative expression is anything, but you need this. Uh, it's beautiful. It's free. It's amazing. Uh, Eon Lake, tell people why it's amazing. It's like one of those old analog um, delay units that just has a nice a nice tone to it. it it's got modulation it does reverbs as well it can do all sorts of different sides of reverbs and delays and so on and it it's free you should have it even if you even if it means not using it and just being plain wrong the rest of your life you should still have it <laughs> <laughs> objectively be wrong. wrong be right <laughs> use the damn thing it, it, i no, call it, it the instant really drone good. machine it's an mm -hmm. instant drone machine. Like if you just slap it to mm -hmm. 100 wet, you just and put on one of those long decay ones, you can just turn anything into this gorgeous <laughs> icy drone. Yeah, they have a couple mm -hmm. synth cloud is one of the patches from I think the 2022 update, which we covered that if you put that to 100, like you just have a drone. You don't need Paul stretch. 
all you need is Valhalla. <laughs> it is, it's like a little bit of magic sauce on things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or you can put it you can put it low and like have it side chain to the drum yeah, to get yeah. like little yeah. stuff. Uh, but speaking of Paul Stretch, there is I didn't have this listed, but it just reminded me Paul X Stretch, which is on iOS and all um, Windows, Mac, all that. It's a free Paul Stretch for you can put it in a DAW or you can use it as a standalone. Uh, I've done tons of Paul stretching of like SP songs and stuff to make ambient. So that's another free one I would check out if you don't want to spend money on Black Friday, but want to get a couple mm -hmm. cool things. Paul X Stretch, all one word, iOS and uh, works in the DAW, plugin, VST, all that. Very much so. Um, now, as we said, uh, the Patreon has been a the Patreon chat has been alive this week on the Audio Nautic Discord. I just had um, to <laughs> because y'all like was so harsh. He's getting back at the chat for being so mean to him last week. I think. <laughs> <laughs> what is, does Lars not have Valhalla or something? Well, he asked about. He earlier said, "Did you guys hear they updated Supermassive?" So he's at least aware it exists. So that's even worse if he doesn't use it because he knows it exists and refuses. <laughs> uh, just... yeah. You've disappointed Eon Lake if that's the case, Lars. But I have a feeling he uses it. I hope he uses it. Of course. I, he I, does. I hope... For his sake. For his sake, I hope he does. The thing, the thing about Valhalla Supermassive is even if you had it on your master chain at 0% wetness, that would still be better than not having Valhalla Supermassive at all in your arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, as I was saying, uh, the, the patron chat in, in specifics has been quite alive this week, as everyone has gear acquisition syndrome. And Plat? No, Did we pass, say class? Pass. 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 Well, uh, pass class sorry. might be better. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll throw it out class, to the chat. We'll see what they pass. say. Class. Chat, pass. you decide. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, not with me, acquisition syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give that anyway. one. Um, but yeah, uh, so oh, we, I think uh, Lars doesn't use Valhalla Supermassive. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> you have disappointed at least three people. I, I don't want to speak for Paul, but FCC, but I know the three of us are, are, are sad now. We're, we're like. The point. I'm just gonna just, I, I just don't understand. I can't comprehend. Mm. I mean, we should just stop this now. I mean, we didn't even get to 100 episodes. It's just not worth it anymore. <laughs> if we it. haven't convinced <laughs> Lars to use Supermassive in the last there 90 episodes, so we've failed. We've failed as musicians <laughs> and uh, and audio enthusiasts, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, pretty much so. Um, Let me just ask Lars. Lars, broadcast. Have, <laughs> Lars, have you ever used it? We're, we won't judge you if you if you say no. I mean, they will. I won't judge you. No. They, they will. <laughs> but but uh, if you've never used it, I would say just try it. If you have used it and it's not your thing, that's crazy. But I'll respect that. I think but we need to hear a track from Lars using <laughs> Supermassive. Live I think you're stream. right. I think Live you're right. Stream. Yeah. Live stream. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, let's so talk yeah. what our patrons have thrown because Lars has actually thrown a few things at us for uh, <laughs> yeah. for deals as well. But we'll go with Thomas first. So I I didn't see that there was a sale for this, but Thomas was saying that uh, this was. Let me find what he wrote actually. Oh, I might have deleted it. I'll get to the Discord. Here we go. Uh, mm. He said, "Man, there's a lot of chat. Hold on, I gotta find it." <laughs> Something about it being one of the best ones. Best yeah, yeah. 
Thank you, yeah. Ian. Like he said, if you guys are looking for the best limiter, in his opinion, then grab the smart limit. I've compared it with both the Sonox or Sonox limiter and Fab mm. Filter limiter, and I prefer it mm. over those. Very transparent and easy to use. I didn't see a sale, but there is a trial period that you can do. So that's something to check out. Uh, mm. Looks like they've got a lot of different things. Smart DS, Smart EQ. I've never heard of um, of this plugin company, but it looks very cool. Mm. They, they do look like they have a good UI. Um, and yeah, why the hell not? That's what I say. Um, yeah. Especially if you're into limiting. Um, and coming back to our favorite person of the evening, Lars, who we love very much and can do nothing wrong. Thank you ever so much for your contribution to this week's show. Um, we, <laughs> glitch Machines have yeah. uh, got a sale on Back on Plugin Boutique. Again, Lars lovingly sent across Glitch Machines to me a couple of years ago. Um, and they're insane. I think it's the only way of describing <laughs> them. Um, like yeah. they, they just mangle sound and they just turn mm. samples and they turn your VSTs. You can eat, you've got two types. You can either put samples into there or you can put them behind normal, like normal in quote, quote unquote VSTs. And they just, they just destroy sound in such a beautiful way. And they really create really different sounds and textures and things for sound design, which just are amazing and they're so cheap look at that you've got the whole bundle for 30 euro uh but then the sample packs going for six euro the glitch machines plugins themselves going for five euro dope no reason not to get them really yeah definitely definitely Mm. if i had even five dollars i would be getting one of those or thirty dollars i would be getting one of those Hmm. (laughs) find the dll and uh pally on the favor um there you go they are great they're really good let's see if i can find them in my hard drive uh I go from there. there so go. yeah. Before mm. before we move on though to uh, FCC and web design, a couple bits from Lars in the chat. Game on, Lars. He says, "When you guys make it to 100 episodes, I will make a track with Supermassive. You have ten Yay. weeks. You have ten <laughs> weeks. Yeah, it's on. Weeks, <laughs> if you oh, want, no. we'll share it in the episode for 100 just, for 100 I'm episodes gonna... to show that we I'll actually convinced someone to use Supermassive." <laughs> By a hundred episodes, we'll we'll have made it as a as a show. He does say though that I used the very first version years ago, back in the thirty two bit architecture era. You gotta as <laughs> you gotta try it now, man. And then back on the <laughs> I don't I was worried, man. I was worried back on the glitch machines that he mentioned. He says great for some cons- creative destruction. Yeah, was awesome. constructive destruction, but that just that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> that's a great way of putting it. Creative mm. destruction is beautiful. Um, I think that might be my uh, early morning purchase tomorrow. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Quite good for destructive destruction as well. Yeah, mm. pretty much so. Um, <laughs> is there a difference? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I like the succinct answers from uh, from me. I'm like, you know. Can I describe it? No. Nope. <laughs> I didn't think so. I thought it'd be like, ah, oh, put him on the spot, see what he does. It's gonna be a quick answer, yeah. I reckon. Um, I have also screenshotted uh, where it says that Lars uh, will make a track uh, with Supermassive once yeah. we get to 100 episodes. So put it on the ADSN channel right, right now. Put it on the ADSN <laughs> channel. Make it. Internet is forever. Make it. Make it. We, so. have, my, we have proof. Yeah. My lawyer <laughs> will be in touch. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, should we Wait, move no. over? Unless 
Uh, Ian Lake or FCC, do you have anything you want to add to the plugins, either one that's caught your eye or uh, one of these that's that you know and love? Well, um, if like you, you've got some some disposable income, which I definitely don't have at the moment. Um, some of these plugins are a good way of, of getting some money off, you know, the full suite of plugins next year or something like that. So yeah, that's yeah, true. Sounds especially. Mm. Yeah. yeah. FCC, what about you? Um, I, I was just going to say I'm trying so hard to ignore the 10 emails a day that I'm getting yeah. at the moment. <laughs> yeah, see, I had to open them and put them in this docket. So that was that was brutal. I was like, oh, no chance. Uh, just look at the diggy tack. Just look at the diggy tack. Like <laughs> eyes on the, uh, you know, just bought that. Just, you know, I don't need pass, plas, whatever we're calling it. You're, you're a father now. You can't afford to have plas. Um, no, no, no. That's fair. There we go. Um, interesting to see, though. So, yeah, let us know uh, in the chat watching back. If you happen to be listening or watching this on streamers as they go on uh, online on Saturday, um, you are growing over there, especially on Spotify. So, hi. Nice to see you. Um, let us know what Black Friday deals have scoped you out. What have you been doing? Um, what have you been making as a result of it? We'd love to know what you've been doing. Yeah. It's very interesting um, to hear what everybody does with all of this. And also, did we miss any plugins? Because this will be up for a day or two and before Black Friday, because we're Wednesday when we go live. Uh, but if you're watching this on YouTube, let us know if we missed something that you think is worth mentioning. Uh, and we'll add it to the description. We'll put it in the Discord. And if you want to head to the Discord, the link is in the description. Very much so. Um, so before we head to FCC, because FCC uh, have got a big segment ahead of us, we just wanted to say thanks to our patrons. Thank you ever so much uh, for supporting us on this show um, and letting us do and talk talk bollocks like this on a Wednesday or my <laughs> evening. Um, and just we love it. Thank you ever so much. It's the 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 growth and the the con continued <coughs> support allows someone from myself to. Uh, explore new things, try new things. We had just done our yearly plan for 2024 and we got a big year ahead of us and we're looking forward to it. And we can't do it. We couldn't do it. Sorry, without your support. So thank you ever so much. Um, if you like the show and you're not supporting us, that's absolutely fine. Uh, we love uh, seeing where you're at. We love the fact that you're enjoying the show. If you wanted to support us any further, head over to our Patreon, uh, becoming a, become an audio naught, which is kind of a dope name, you know. Um, screw Sir and Baron and Baroness, become an audio naught for two dollars. Baroness is a great band, though. Fair, I'll give you that one. I'm trying to get the people to go audio notes. Um, you got sorry, audio you didn't mentioned a good band, so I gotta, you know. <laughs> Um, for five dollars, you can come uh, on. Uh, so, uh, for five dollars, there's so much more. There are behind the scenes footage. There's extra footage. There is the ability to come on to the show uh, on uh, the live stream every Wednesday and uh, come and be a part of the show itself. Um, as you go up, there are free sample packs. Um, there's merch, all that stuff. Um, and as ever, your unwavering support, which allows us to do more with this. So yes. Uh, have a gander if it, if you fancy it. Definitely, yeah. And with that, you also get in on the Discord channels that are exclusive to patrons. We have a voice hangout that we do. We also have just the main Discord channel where we talk all the crazy things going on with Bandcamp, Spotify, all the gear that's going on. It's a lot of fun. We can talk about all these kind of things. So if you want to check it out, head there. I think for the $2, you can do a seven-day free trial if you want to see what the Discord's like and all that stuff. And Lars... 
is uh, I, I did see that. I didn't get to add it to the docket, but he mentioned in mm. the Discord the Sugar Bites sale. I didn't get to look at it. So, Lars, if you want to add some context to what they're doing, just post it in the chat because we got to move on to FCC. Um, but, yeah. So, I think with that, we'll move over to our segment on web design because crazy things have been happening. Spotify just confirmed that they're going to steal from artists that have less than a 1,000 streams on a song per month. Or per year, I'm sorry. Um, lots of stuff there. There's a lot to unpack in that, and we'll talk about that next week. Um, <coughs> but basically, that's the gist of it, that there, you, there's going to be this thousand threshold. So that's a whole new thing. There's also Bandcamp got acquired by um, Song Trader, and we, Song Trader, we did a whole deep dive into their history, what they're like, all that. A lot of uncertainty going on there. And then you have Instagram algorithms just tanking. The reach has gone down. There's studies showing Reels reach has gone down drastically and carousel and post reaches haven't gone up to meet that. It's all just down compared to it. So with that in mind, it's a great time to think about having a uh, website. And so we want to talk with FCC about that because he is a web designer. So FCC, do you mind just mentioning briefly how you got started with web design and all that stuff? And then we'll go into your tips about it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, well, God, it was a long time ago. Um, I've been web designing probably close on 20 years now. Um, and before that, I was a designer for print. I used to design boxes and covers and things for computer games, PlayStation games, that kind of thing. Nice. Um, but kind of got, I got involved with the web really, really early on, actually, I, I did a website for a record shop. Um, and this, this was way back in the early nineties. So like, you know, really, really early days, but it wasn't until a, a while after that, that I actually got a job as a proper web designer. Um, and that was kind of maybe 12 months before the big internet bubble burst you know where ever, all these companies went bankrupt and it was just crazy time i mean the company that i worked for we we went from five people to 35 people within 6 months and we we bought a bar and uh, <laughs> it was just like it was insane <laughs> and then and then 6 months later it was gone completely oh wow gone. wow yeah that's yeah. crazy um but you know the, the instagram business isn't it I say again. <laughs> the shame you didn't have an Instagram business. It's much more stable. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, the, the bubble burst and the and web design kind of found its feet and was quite a made itself a stable industry to be in, and and it and it's been great. And I've worked awesome. with you know tiny little local companies and global tech companies for the last kind of 10 15 years oh wicked all right well that that sounds like a fantastic time of it a fantastic trip um so let us let us start at the very beginning um as someone who's been doing this for for a long time and has a rich history enduring it why do we need to do this what's the point why why should we have our why is it good to have our own website um i think at the moment um because of what's happening it's you know it's probably a good idea to have something that's yours that you've got control over 
you know you you, you know it's not going to disappear overnight you know it's going to be future proof um it can be a bit of a playground you know you can have a bit of fun with it and try things out and you know if you've got a fan base then you can sell directly to them um you can collect data you know there's all kinds of things you can do or you could you know if you if you're just starting out you know just have a, have a little central location where you can send people off to Bandcamp or Spotify or YouTube or you know all of the different socials. Um, it, it's also I, another place for SEO, right? Because you can use yeah, you can have a yeah. blog or something like that where you can use a lot of optimized language and titles and things like that to drive traffic, which you can then subsequently lead to the directly on your website for sales or to Bandcamp to you know Art Core if you're not using Bandcamp anymore something like that. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, the, the good thing with with Google, if if people are searching for your kind of artist name or band name in Google, then chances are you're the only person with that name. You know, and so mm -hmm. if you've got a website and and your name's all over it, then you're probably going to come up, you know, top top of that page probably even before Bandcamp and Spotify and all these other things, you know? So it's a, it's a, it's a good way. It's a good funnel for, for, for search traffic. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. A funnel for search traffic. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, do you, is that about all you want to say for that? Do you want to get into the how of how to make it happen? Or do you have anything else for why you would want to have a website? Um, I mean, the, I guess the only other thing is if you're really serious about your music and getting out there and, you know, getting in front of the right people, then it looks professional. You know, that's a good it, point. If, if you've got this kind of central location that is all you, all your brand, you know, it's your identity. You know, if you're if you're doing gigs and events and selling merchandise, if it's all in one place then, you know, it's going to look really, really professional. That's a really good mm. point because you have to think too, like what we were talking about with how Bandcamp could be changing or Spotify <laughs> is changing or the reach on Instagram went down. Not all of these things will be around forever. Probably none of them will be around forever. But if you own a domain and you can do maintenance to your site or at least, you know, change things and stuff like that, it's yours basically forever as long as there's internet and all that stuff you know things like that so yeah i think yeah. that's that's a really good point because in an ever-changing landscape like myspace isn't really it isn't a thing anymore you know this and that facebook has gone down and reached instagram was on the top and then twitter was up and then now x is going down and threads is going you know like it's always changing and when you start new on these things you have to start fresh try to build a, a fan base again or build a community on there interact with people again so if you at least have a spot that's yours that you can direct people to on these other places when you're doing well on them and stuff, you can keep this kind of central hub Yeah, that only changes if you wow. want it to change. And that's Listen, a really good point. And, yeah. and, the, and the, more, the, the more things get fragmented and are constantly changing, if you've got a website and you can collect email addresses from people, you know, then if things do change, you know, if one social media disappears and another one appears when mm. you're doing well on that, if you've got a database of your fans' email addresses, then you yeah. can just let them know really easily. 
That's um, a really good point. Yeah, mailing lists is something we need to talk about in the future. That's something I've no. been trying to get started with and all that. And uh, I think that beyond website, that's the other big important thing that that we need to look at as independent artists in the future. And uh, <laughs> we can talk about that in a different episode. And I need to do some more research, make my mailing list. But that's a really good way to do it. Uh, Curtis, do you have anything you want to add in terms of the the why, or shall we move to the how? No, I, I, I don't think I can add. Oh, Ian Lake's got his that, finger you know, up, but we'll that, we'll, that man there with his hand up. Curtis, are you good? You don't have anything you want to add? <laughs> right, go with Eon Lake. Let's go okay, Ian Lake. Then I, I just want to make you wait another second while I drone on Ian Lake. Nope, go ahead. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nap time. Um, before he forgets, before he forgets, I, like what he's up to next week. <laughs> well, the two main benefits of this is um, it's easier just to share your website all the time with people, mm. you know, of any type. Doesn't matter. It's just your website, and if you think. Linktree and services like that are a good idea, then how is not a website that serves as your Linktree and has all of your social media, shop, anything else, you know, gigs, Bio. the whole lot all in one place. And mm -hmm. while they're looking for whatever it was they came for, you know, there's the whole page about you and what you do to sort of keep them busy. You know, it's like having a bunch of links, but even better, you know, and you can post all your videos and stuff too. And Is the other pitch for websites now, it's like having a bunch of links, but even better. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, it's you're, you're absolutely right. 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> like on and you can click on them. They go blue when you've clicked. <laughs> <laughs> but why you know you are right why not i mean your link tree is a bunch of links your mm. your website is is you it's you know it's far mm. more interesting you know and it's really easy on a website to be able to just have a little music player at the bottom so mm. people can play your tracks while they're looking at other stuff and that yeah. from an engagement point of view uh, you know that's way more engaging than just a, an yeah. endless list of blue list links of to click on. Well, I like how you said yeah. that, FCC, because you said it's you. And I think that that's a really good point is that it's you, but it's how you want to express mm. you to mm. the world and you know express. You can put whatever you want of your creative endeavors up at the forefront. Like I put my YouTube at the forefront because that's mainly what I focus on. And then sample packs. And then I have a mastering section and then all that. Like I can have a commission work section. Like you can present yourself in the way you want to rather than how a social media platform forces you to do it. Like you have this grid of pictures and you have a hundred characters in your bio that you can put, you know, think carefully and all that stuff. It's like, no, you can present it as you want to be. But I think that mm. brings us perfectly to the how FCC. So we can talk a little mm. bit. We've talked about, mm. hey, you can express how you want to be, who you are, show what you are. But let's talk a little bit about the how. Because, I mean, when you first think of web design, you think coding. But that's not necessarily true. But there's a lot of things we need to consider. And I know the first one is probably the biggest that you have here. Um, you have hosting. And I think that's huge because that's like the, the biggest start part, right? So yeah, yeah. You know, by starting there, we'll go from there, FCC. It can, I guess it can feel quite daunting thinking about a website because there's a lot of technical stuff involved, um, but probably less these days than it used to be. You know, you know, 10 years ago, you, you'd need a specialist to get a website up and running. But, but now it's, it really is so easy to the point where I'm probably going to be out of a job soon. So, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, um, but hosting, um, 
man, there there's a lot of hosting companies around um, with so many different options, Pr you know, pricing, you know, there's everything from $5 a month to $100 a month. Um, but, you know, for, for musicians, you know, really all you need if you're going to try and build your own website is a basic $5 to $10 a month hosting. Um, the only thing I would say, and, and, and it's the biggest issue that I've come across, um, most hosting companies offer the same thing for roughly the same price. The only thing that really makes them different is their support. Mm. So if you're, you know, everybody needs support at some point, you know, and, yeah. and what you'll need, what you really want is a hosting company that is going to give you support quickly. Um, and, and it's actually it's it's kind of hard to find out, but but look on Trustpilot and that kind of thing. See what other people are saying. Um, I I've moved hosting companies because of support issues, um, and I in, I had I had one hosting company, and I had a website go down. It was their fault. It it took them so long to respond that in, in the time it took them to respond, I'd managed to move the website to a new host and get support from the new host to get the website up and running. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And then <laughs> and you, you also have, of course, for hosting, you can also do that with one of those web designers. Like if you don't know how to code or don't know any of that, there's things like Wix and Squarespace as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so if, if, you... it, if it's that daunting, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're, you know, if 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 you want to just give it a try and and you don't really know about it all, then go for Wix or Squarespace or one of those because you can you can get it all in one hit. It might cost you a bit more, but you know it's going to be pain free ish. <laughs> you know, there's still there's still a lot of mucking around in editors that kind of thing to do. Um, but, you know, it's it's very easy just to sign up, do your domain name, pick your template, bang, you got a website. We got a question from Lars before we move to the next topic. Uh, he says, what if you wanted to do your own hosting? Is that possible? Ooh, own hosting. What on uh, on your own machine at home? I don't. I, he'd have to answer that. Yeah, I don't know. I can't speak for him there. Uh, uh, I mean, I, in in all my years of experience, I would say don't do that. <laughs> don't okay, go. That's near a that's that. a clear cut answer. Yeah. So we'll just move right yeah. along to your next topic <laughs> of buying a domain. So yeah, you don't mind going so from there. Get make sure you get a good domain. You know. You re you really really want your artist name, and then a good suffix. So you know if you can get a .com or a .co.uk that kind of thing, perfect. <laughs> Eon Lake's um, thumbs up. Is that thing still under construction? Eon Lake the Eon Lake yeah. .com. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should have a chat afterwards then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but there are, I'm sorry there are, to interrupt. <laughs> 
there are loads of other really interesting suffixes now, like dot music, dot design, dot this, dot that. But they are quite a lot more expensive. I see dot um, x y z a lot, like artists, music yeah. artists having that. It's I don't... quite trendy right now, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, some some of them do get trendy. There's no there's no reason why they're any better or worse than a standard dot com or dot co dot uk or um but you know just even if you're half considering your own website at some point in the future go go and grab your domain name that's a good you know, idea because the, these things can disappear really quickly um they might have gone you de it totally depends on your name somebody else might have got it you might need to adapt it you know lots of people go you know the official and then the band name and then all that kind of thing so mm -hmm. you know you might need to be a bit bit flexible but grab it grab it now just yeah, i guess the sooner you do it the better and you can yeah. always get it from a, a just a place that that sells domains and then if you need to use wix or something you can use that with the domain you've already bought you don't have to buy it through uh one of those i don't know what, what do you call like squarespace and wix web design editors um, yeah where yeah web editors web editor, yeah so you yeah. don't have to buy the domain from the editor you choose to use if you use one you can buy it from something else and and use it so yeah yeah i mean you can you know what whatever springs to mind i mean godaddy you know one two three reg you know all of these companies just go there grab your domain that you know they don't cost a lot i mean dot coms you can get for like 10 12 pound a year .co.uk's are like five, six quid a year. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, grab it. It's a very right, so low talked... uh, barrier to entry. Yeah, that's good. Mm. So we talked a little bit about website editors, but you've got for the next topic, website editors versus just building it yourself with things like WordPress. You can elaborate more than that. I, I know WordPress. The other ones I, I don't, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Word, WordPress... I mean, WordPress powers half the half the internet. Basically, it's 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 massive, um, and actually, as a as an alternative to these kind of web editors, um, it's quite a good option these days. But you you do have to dabble a little bit more with it. Um, but there are. <clears throat> You know, mo most hosting companies will have a literally have a button that will install WordPress for you. And then you can grab a WordPress theme. Um, there are loads of free ones. But if you want to pay 50, 60 dollars, you can buy a specific theme. And th and I, I had a look around and there there are some really, really good kind of music artist band themes around that uh have their own editors built in um you know so you don't really need to know any coding you just install the theme and then you dive in and you can you like literally you know set it up with the demo content and That's then just huge. change it you know in a, in a very similar way to how wix and squarespace work Man, where were you like a year ago when I made my website? <laughs> I wish I knew. That. Yeah, <clears throat> the the, Sorry, only, know now. the only issue with 
well, the big difference between WordPress and these kind of self-hosted systems like Wix and Squarespace is that Wix and Squarespace are looking after the security for you. So they've mm -hmm. got the security in place. Whereas if you're sticking up a quick WordPress website, there's there's quite a bit you need to do to make sure that your WordPress website doesn't get hacked. And, mm -hmm. and WordPress websites get hacked a lot. <laughs> I mean, it is, I've, I've probably done hundreds of WordPress websites over the years. And, and it is the, the biggest problem is hacking. Interesting. Um, it's interesting. It's, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's difficult to keep it going. So just to reiterate, Wix, uh, Squarespace, they take care of your security. So it can be, again, you're paying a bit more, but, you know, you've got peace of mind in that regard. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I think the, the whole WordPress route means you're going to have to dabble a little bit more. Um, mm. You're going to need to do a bit more research. You're going to have to secure things. But the, the benefit is if you need, if you set up a basic website with WordPress and then you think, uh, right, Okay, I, I want to add an email collection system for a, for a newsletter. Then basically, there's a plugin out there that you can add that will do that for you. And then, and then if okay. you go, okay, I need a shop, right? I want to sell stuff. Well, there's a there's a free plugin that does that. Um, okay. If you if you say right, I want a I want, a, I want a little audio player that sits at the bottom that so people can play my tracks. Well, there's a free plugin that will do that for you. So you, you won't have to pay extra, which I think you have to do with Wix and Squarespace. Like if you want a store, um, yep. if you want extra things, then there's a charge for it. It is. You have to get one um, of their more business-oriented ones or pro yeah, one or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah the the – the base one that you pay for does not have store capability. Yeah, no. So with WordPress, the, think, the plugins are there, but you, you're going to need to put the time and effort. And figure out the security and all that. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So just as a addition to that, I mean, I use uh, Curtis.com uh, is on Wix. And what I like about the Wix is that you're designing your desktop but then you flick across the tab and you're also at the same time you're designing the mobile outlay as well. There's a lot like, excuse me, a lot of websites look great when they're on desktop and then you go to them on their phone and they're all squished in a weird angle and then your face is over there, that kind of thing, you know. Um, yeah. But with Wix, it's all there and you can kind of collate it and make it all agreeable. Does WordPress do the same kind of thing? Yeah, so we we call it responsive web design. So where the 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 actual design of the website responds to the width of the page, basically. Um, <clears throat> so it's not a separate website for mobile and a separate website for desktop. It's the mm. same website. Um, it just responds differently depending on how much space it's got. Okay. Um, so pretty pretty much i mean nowadays every theme every website is responsive um they have to be because you know it's 
I, th- I can't remember the stats, but it's way over 50% of all website views are on mobile these days. Um, so, you know, it's even most websites are what they call mobile first. So mm. you de- you yeah. design for small screen and then kind of make it work as it gets bigger and bigger. And, you know, now we design for, you know, 27 inch monitors and even in some cases you know 60 inch tv screens um you know depending on what kind of websites you're working on and 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 it's the same website but it just adapts to to the different screen sizes um but yeah most most themes will do that for you i'm not sure why wix makes you do it separately um but maybe what they're doing is making you look at, at your website at a different size and tweaking it that's what it does so it, it shows a desktop size yeah. and you see it as it is and then you can hit a little phone and it makes it look like you're holding your phone yeah and you can see what it does and then you you can't completely edit like you can't add something new to the mobile only at least from what when i mess with it you just can either like hide things or resize them to fit yeah, uh, yeah. And, and so instead of like with the responsive ones it would just auto do that but this is more like you can actually move it how you want it to actually be instead of just like it just adapting in size does that make yeah. sense yeah so we're like just to get a little bit technical when when we're coding websites we use things called media queries so what what we do is we say if if the screen size is between this amount of pixels and this amount of pixels, then we know it's on a mobile phone. So then we have a whole bunch of code that Uh, styles things for that screen size. And then we have the next media query for the next size up and then the next one and the next one. So depending on the size of the screen, we can basically move stuff around, hide stuff, You know, we can change everything. Yeah, so that must be what it's doing. Then you're messing yeah. with the if thens, uh, the media query of this whatever their size differentiation is. Then when it hits that, what you do in this phone setting is just doing that. That's interesting. Yeah, but I yeah, think that brings good. us really nicely to uh, what we need to consider when we're designing. So let's say we we don't know coding, but we choose to go the Wix or Squarespace route, or we learn a little bit, or we get one of those templates and we're using WordPress. What are some things that are important to remember when you first start designing the website? You know, the what, how you want to present it, but also pages, things like that. Um, I think. Sorry, I'm just looking at my notes. Yeah, all good. <laughs> good to but have these, notes. <laughs> yeah, we can we can make these available as a little kind of cheat sheet if people want them. So yeah, yeah, we will put these up. Uh, we'll we'll make a downloadable doc for the patrons and if other people want them let us know but uh just head to patreon.com slash audionautic we'll have it there for Mm. download um oh so i think keep it simple is the first thing um you know if you if you've never dabbled in a website before then don't you know don't don't go thinking i want i want this animated and this scrolling and parallax and all these other things just start off really 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 simple you know if you're using a theme then pick a simple layout from the theme lots of themes come with different layouts 
So, you know, pick a simple one, not too much in there. Um, think about, you know, basically what what do you want to do? Uh, what information do you want to get across? Um, and it might just be uh, kind of this is this is who I am. This is my latest release. This is where you can find me on social media. You know, just keep keep it really, really basic and, and get that looking good, working OK, and then get that up and then just, you know, you can add to it. I mean, back back in the day when I was a print designer, print was very final. You know, once it had gone to print, that was it. You know, mm. if you got a full stop in the wrong place, you got a bollocking uh, and, and uh, you know, a, thousand, a, a few hundred thousand instruction manuals had gone out and uh, you, there was nothing you could do about it. But web, websites should be constantly evolving. You know, they, they should be changing. They should be adapting to what's happening and new things that are coming in. Um, but start off, start off simple um, and have some fun. You know, mm. what, what I would say is that there are no rules. You know, don't, don't come at it thinking I have a need, a logo and a navigation and then, and then, you know, this and then that and then that and that just, you know, doesn't, it doesn't really matter what you do, but try and try and get your personality, your brand, your image, your style, you know, get all of that in there. Um, cause people, people will remember, you know, the website that was, you know, messy and grainy and they couldn't quite see what was going on but the the music was really cool and the you know it had this weird kind of photo in the background and you know that's that's what you want you want people to remember the you know your music and your website um so just don't don't worry about you know thinking that this needs to go there that needs to go there that needs to go there i think it's, it's interesting it, right yeah. Like, uh, again, be play like again, hammering home the notion of being playful with it. It's your space, and yeah, all right, you got to get some information across, but release that inner child. Be be playful, and I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that notion. Yeah. Like, it could be anything you want it to be, and and there's no right and no wrong. That's a really that's really refreshing to hear. But have a have a look around because you know you you're the problem with the web these days is that you know everybody seems to use themes and templates and lots of websites you go to will all look very similar and samey and especially in the corporate world you know it's very every, no everyone's scared to be different and and try new things and so you just get this kind of very repetitive like every website looks the same so if you can do something different you know it's it, it, it's better for you and it's more interesting for the people that are coming to the website. But you know, look look around because there are there are some really good websites out there that you come across. You know. Well, speaking people... of, you brought a couple of websites to the table. Shall we yeah, share some yeah. of them and take a look, and uh, yeah. you can give some of uh, why you chose these ones? Yeah. So let's go. Let's go for the first one. Curtis, do you have this uh, one up? Is this the one that he wants? Yeah. 
the, the smile of the band, right? Yeah, the smile. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So yeah, I'll scroll through. You tell us, tell us why you like this this landing page. So it's it's just really simple. You know, it, you, you come, the, the navigation is really simple. It's like, what are you there for? Well, I, want, I either want to buy some music, I want to see where they're playing live, or want to buy some merchandise. Um, mm. But there's also, you know, there's loads of videos on there. Um, it's just really easy. You know, it's, it's nothing amazing. I mean, I know, you know, the smile is the guys from Radiohead um and if you if you want to see really interesting websites then you know go and look at you know some of the radiohead stuff that they've done um mm. because they're you know some of those websites are just way off the scale you know you don't even know how to navigate around them you know they're all over the shop but they're really interesting you know they keep you engaged um but this is just you know this is a really a really simple, easy, basic website that that kind of works. Yeah, I see. I I actually really like how simple it is. Just music live store. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. Like yeah. I, if it's Radiohead, uh, people from Radiohead, I can understand that they don't need to have a lot because people are going to go there. They kind of have like the built-in people, like the drive to get there. But I like how just like clear cut it is mm. and I, I feel like like when i think about my own website there's so many more things and i'm like i'd like to simplify it but it's like i have too many things i'm trying you know like the mastering the this the that so it's like you have to walk that fine line i suppose but i i like i really like the simplified nature of this website and they have the mailing list on the bottom look at that yeah yeah and the good the good thing about that is you know the the important bits they're always there you know, so the yeah. navigation and the stuff at the bottom, you know, is is easily accessible, um, and you know where you are to to navigate around, and it's easy to sign up. Yeah. So All right. What do we have next? Right? What website is next? So the Carl Cox one. So this, interestingly, when I when I dived into the code. Um, this is a, they're using a WordPress theme called salient, hmm. which you can, you can buy for like 50, $60. Um, and that, that will give you everything that Cole Cox is using here. Um, but I think again, it's really simple, but what's effective is that quote and that image of him on that page um but again it's the it's the simplicity that works i mean i know you know again cole cox is quite a big name so you know maybe they don't have to work as hard as independent musicians but actually he's doing the same thing that independent musicians should be doing and you know that's getting across his persona his brand, his style, and actually just linking through to music, live events, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, see, this looks more like how I have my website set up with like all the different pages and things like that. So yeah. it, it, it makes me feel better seeing this. 
Because yeah, I saw the other yeah. one, it was like, oh, it's so simple. It looks so good. But this, it's 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 still readable and legible and like simple mm. in its design. But there's more there, right? So that's a nice kind of middle ground yeah. of like yeah. not complete opulence of all these different options and overload but it's kind of like clear cut but hey there's a lot of different aspects of me here they are but it's clearly laid out simply you know so you can navigate it yeah so don't don't be you know simple and complicated aren't necessarily different things you Mm -hmm. can have a complicated website Mm -hmm. but present it in a simple way i like that so i think the the key is to take a lot of different sections and a lot of different information, but make them simple and easily digestible. If if I may just uh, add just something that's occurred to me just while I'm clicking through this website, um, in name of ease of access and making things simple, obviously Carl Cox has got many hats. Sorry, that was Tina. Carl Cox has got uh, has got many hats, right? So you've got his uh, events over here, right? You click on events and it goes to his list of events, right? And you go back, and then okay, but then we've got, for example, his motorsport stuff, right? Which is it's his another hat that he wears. <laughs> here, you click on it, and you can't see it right now. But if I go to, it's actually opened up a, a different tab, uh, and it's now ooh, here. So yeah. it's on a different tab, which is a really interesting thing for uh navigation of of his website because i can go and have a look at this right and i can i can be done with that and i can get bored of that and move across whatever i can close that and then the next thing i do i'm back on his discography and i'm at another avenue of exploration i'm still on his website you know i mean i haven't drifted i haven't gone to another space like even when i close that window i'm i'm back on his website and i i'm i can continue down another path which Ultimately, if you're talking about website, you want to keep people on your website. I'm coming from a space of ignorance here, but to me, that suggests that that's a good thing to do in that sense of, like like I say, keeping people interested and keeping people on your website. Isn't there a term for that, FCC? FCC? No, isn't there a term? Because when I do the blog, when I put links, there's a term that, like a setting you can click where it will either open in a new tab Mm. or stay on this, like the tab you're currently in. I can't remember the word. But there's like this setting that you can do, and I, I can't remember it, but maybe you can help me out there. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can you can have a link open in a in a new window. Um, yeah. but I mean, actually, what 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 Carl Cox has done there from a usability point of view is really bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Um, All right. What 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 you what you probably don't want to do from your main navigation is pop somebody out to a different website because actually it's quite a jarring transition you know you're 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 expecting to get another page that looks the same um because you're in that website you know your Mm. your brain has boxed you in to clicking on links getting the same thing and then you click on that link and then suddenly bam you're you're in somewhere different you're in a new window you know, you don't know whether you've, you know, it might not have opened in a new window or, you know, it might open in a new window and not get focus. You know, a lot of that depends on privacy settings and all kinds of stuff. Um, that's a good point. So, yeah, actually, that's a that's a bad thing. You're saying that's a no-no, huh? <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. Well, well, let's take a look at the the third website and see uh, if it if it meets your your 
rigid uh, <laughs> rules. No, I'm just kidding. I, well, I didn't think look. I was going to critique major stars' websites this <laughs> month. But, you know, we're, let's no, go but that, that's good to know. I mean, I can understand have it. the the point of doing it, but I get what you're saying is that yeah, you it's kind of like going against the expectation that you're just going to be navigating to this, to this, to this. So. Yeah, I, I see. I get both, but uh, that's good to know. So if we're designing our websites, that's something to consider. All right, here's the mm -hmm. third one. Yeah, so this is quite interesting again because when I when I delved into the code, this is actually a Squarespace website. Mm. Okay. So, and I think I had a quick look through the Squarespace theme library. And this definitely looked like quite similar to one of the ones that they've got in there. So, you know, this is a very easy, you know, pick a Squarespace theme, change the background image at the top, put your logo in there. And then, you know, probably underneath you can add that widget and add that widget and add that widget. Um, but it was just a, you know, it's it's basically an example of what Wix and Squarespace can do quite well. And, you know, it's quite easy to just grab yourself a Wix and a Squarespace website and get something like that up and running fairly quickly where you're going to be on a similar level to lots of these other kind of fairly major artists that are using the same thing really yeah i mean that's the beauty of it you can just like like what you're saying with this is you can just grab a template switch out the photos if you just need to get a website up quick and then you yeah. can always change and learn how to do these things later but you can have this start point that looks good works well and is reliable yeah yeah <laughs> sorry, sorry Curtis, what were you gonna say Oh no! I was just going to ask. Okay, so this is essentially this is the opposite of this Carl uh, this Carl, Carl Cox one. So in the sense that it's basically one page, and the links at the top stay, uh, and they take you to different aspects on the page. Yeah. As a as a workflow, what do you make of that FCC? Yeah, I mean, one page websites are quite common these days, um, but it, a lot of it depends on how much content you've got. So, like Carl Cox got a lot of content. So, you know, when when he goes to his live dates, you know, he's probably got the next two years of live dates up there. So it's a big mm -hmm. page. Um, you know, if, if you're only a, a, a small artist, you know, you might just want a little section for live stuff, a little section for your latest YouTube video. So a one page website where it just clicks down, clicks down, clicks down probably would work quite well okay. all right okay. so i think That's we're good. coming to a to a close there but i know the last thing to really consider when you're designing a website is going to be seo basics right and you've got a good list here so do you mind running through them just so we can consider i mean i think first we should kind of quickly define seo just in terms of search engine optimization right so it's yeah yeah. You can continue it, but to my knowledge and from all my study in terms of YouTube and social media and stuff, it's using keywords, tags, titles, all these kinds of things, even uh, metadata and uh, alt text that Google and search engines will crawl through and see, oh, okay, they're using the term SP404 a lot. 
we can recommend it when when someone searches sp404 yeah 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 so basically that that's it um organic searches as we're getting to a point now where lots of searches are not organic so you get a lot of sponsored ads um google are now going to start putting ai generated results in and so the organic results are going to start becoming lower and lower down on the on the google page but um to get in those organic search results it's all about keywords key phrases content that that the basic theory if you could if you could distill it down to its most basic level it's that google likes really 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 good content and that content you know if it if it's keyword rich and key phrase rich then that's a bonus um if it's regular new content that's even more of a bonus so if you've got a blog or a news section and you're adding a couple of articles a week you know google's gonna love that um, because it's fresh you know if you if you can relate that content to relevant things that are happening in the news um even better because you know because it's trending it's relevant um and google's going to pick up on all of these things um things like like if you're using wordpress when when you add a new post to your blog wordpress will automatically ping all of the systems that need to know that you've written a new article but there are also like seo plugins and that kind of thing that will do it for you but on steroids and they'll help you with your keywords and your titles and the, i mean seo it's it's so massive like back in the day we used to do seo as web designers but then but then seo became a thing all of its Don't own beat. and yeah 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 and the, you know you get specialist seo companies now and and it, and it's so huge but you know the thing just i guess i guess it's like designing just start start small you know do do what you need to do i think if you're starting a new website there there's a couple of tricks to let google know that you've release the new website so google knows it's there and then google will come and look at what pages you've got pardon me and then every now and again google will come back and index your pages and you know uh, uh, and once google knows you're there it will keep coming back and checking periodically and so you know keep keep updating keep adding stuff right right writing about things that you're interested in is is a great way to get up in up in the search engines and yeah just, that's one you know, thing i wanted to add to for seo is like it, when it comes to it for a website or anything you need to consider kind of words you can use that are searchable you can search what's trending on google and you can search what's trending on youtube so you can get an idea if yeah. there's things in your kind of sphere of relevance that you could use like for me with dollar stuff 
I can use DigiTact, I can use SP404, Dallas is its own search term. You can even use something, we've been doing it, vidIQ, where you can search keywords on YouTube, which can kind of be similar to search for Google since they're different search engines, but they're owned by the same company. But um, mm. uh, I think it's important to kind of, if you want to take SEO seriously, figure out what you can use. Because like, not everybody is going to be a YouTuber, right, or making a blog. But if you make mm. a certain genre of music or you use certain gear, you can still kind of do that, right? FCC yeah, yeah. Talk about, yeah. like for you, you do reel to reel and stuff and Boards of Canada-esque, you know, not it, like influenced by Boards of Canada, the analog synths. Like those are all searchable terms you could use. Yeah. Uh, if you have yeah. reviews from from blogs that are saying, you know, inspired by such and such, such and such, such and such artist, you can use that and kind of have that. And like... SEO is crazy. I got, I did a live stream that I talked about with the the Dallas setup that last week that I talked about on here that I went through all these technical difficulties and stuff. That video shot up over the week, all from external search. It was all Google hmm. from the terms, my hmm. new Dallas workflow, DigiTact and SP404. And it got like, it's at over, I think 1100 views. And it got like, I think wow. 500 of them off of external search. And I have SP404 tutorials on like uh, using a power bank because people are searching yeah. using a power bank with SP404. And that's literally part of what my title was. And so Google's like, hey, here you go, you know? So I think no kind of what words I can, we can do a bigger deep dive on ways you can search keywords in another point. But uh, I think what FCC brought to the table with SEO is really important. And I just wanted to elaborate from my own experience. And mm. FCC, if you have anything more, you want to add please feel free because i think seo is huge especially it, given out you know the the algorithms of social media and stuff like to get people to view your website because it's hard it's an independent website so that's yeah. like the way to do it but it's a it's a good point that you've made and actually in, in in the same way that people are very used to using hashtags in social media you know they're they're basically the same as keywords in your website so, you know, if you're posting on TikTok and your hashtags are like real to real tape loop and all of that kind of stuff, then do the, you know, put the same keywords into your website. But actually yeah. to get to get a bit of feedback on those keywords, um, Google Analytics is really easy to add into your website. It's quite complicated these days. <laughs> they keep changing it and adding all this stuff and adapting it and actually it just gets more and more complicated but on a basic level it will tell you what people are searching for when they end up on your website so all of the people that come to your website it will tell you what page they've come to what keywords they searched for so it will give you a good idea of which bits are performing well which keywords are working and you can kind of adapt from there. And on a really basic level, if you just go into Google and do a search for, you know, my my doorless setup, um, if you look down the page, it will say, you know, people also searched for, and and those kind of five or six suggestions that Google gives you are really really good options for other keywords and phrases to put into your website. Yeah, I'm going to put in uh, that. That's all really good information. I'm going to put in the chat the Google website you can use to search trending words. 
Yeah. Uh, this is Google, yeah. not YouTube. I would also check YouTube. You can use vidIQ, but if you have a YouTube account, you can go to the research tab and you can search words. And as you make videos and things like that, it will show you relevant words and things. But vidIQ will also do that. But the one that uh, Google does is trends.google.com. And yeah. I'm putting that right here. You can search what's trending and it'll pop up with a map showing like all the different searches and where it's being searched and things like that. Um, I think that's huge. Uh, Curtis or, well, we'll start with Curtis. Do you have anything to add? We're, we're at 1232. So we're doing it. We're at an hour 25. So I know we've got a couple other things we want to run through, but chat, if you have any questions, let us know. But Curtis, do you have anything you want to add? Just in my experience of, uh, of these things, the, um, the setup and the establishment can be cumbersome and it can be dull. And it can be, unless you really love this stuff, it can be a bit bothersome, especially the SEO stuff. It can be a bit, eh, it's just, it's not the creative fun of turning a, uh, turning a MIDI controller and something go, woo. it's not, it's <laughs> yeah, not the yeah, same yeah. thing, let's face it. But it's, once it's done, it's done. That's right? my and job you're you talking get... about there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's subjective. <laughs> I find all those search things and stuff kind of interesting to me. It's like a game. Like, oh, like I get yeah, yeah. I, I I get that. And I'm I'm coming from a space of someone who I'm coming from a space of someone who's learned how to do this and has and has applied it to his own website and is uh, and in a similar vein to you, some author, it's a game and you kind of do it. Like we, we get a kick out of it and you know, we we do it, right? But getting into that mindset, sometimes some people would have this idea of, ah, I, I can't really be bothered, you know, and it's it's just, I just want to make music, right? You know, or you throw money at the situation, get it done, right? But it's a hurdle that once one gets over, it's done, it's done. Obviously, you have to update if you've got a blog or anything like that, you have to keep it updated with the SEOs and stuff like that, what's trending and stuff like that, which can be fun. But the nuts and bolts of it, the this is my website. This is my music. This is my art. This is my YouTube, whatever. Once it's up, it's up. And once you've done all that keywording and once you've done all that writing, it's there and you just have to tinker with it. It's one of those, in my experience at least, that once it's there, you've done it and you, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Obviously, keep your, your website updated, but like, you know, you don't have to stress too much about it. And uh, it's like a social media feed where you have to be on it every day. Otherwise, you're going to get, uh, not get anywhere you know you know what i'm saying comments on 20 posts every mm. day <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you're right uh, Ian, like do you have anything you want to add no just i think it's very useful um especially for people who are perhaps you know not as technical or at least not as into uh doing these things as as curtis was saying really it everybody is there to tell you all the different things you can buy and all the things it can do and it, it, it can get it can seem like a lot but essentially if you keep it simple there's not a huge amount that you need and having a checklist like this that, that you know guides you how to think about it what to consider and what your choices are it's actually not that bad. I'm I'm quite fired up for finishing mine now. I, to I was going to ask. I was ask yeah, like, do it. I, I was going to ask you on like after this great talk from Paul from FCC. I'm curious: is there any takeaways you've got that you are going to apply as you build your website? Because I know it's a work in progress. You're finishing it, so I'm curious what what are your takeaways that you want to definitely include in your website? I think firstly, I'm not going to try and um, boil the sea. 
it's it's it, you know it, it only needs to have a certain amount of things in it and i know what they are you know and i know what i want them to be so i, I kind of know what i want to do um it, i think probably the thing that will slow me down most is making it look the way i want it to look i think the content is a bit bit of an easy easy answer to be fair i know a guy that can help you make it look pretty good <laughs> he's right below me in this call <laughs> yeah it's changed a lot since you write all this rubbish in html with a bunch of directories and then upload it to a server <laughs> yeah. Web one style. that sucks <laughs> <laughs> so I well, just remembered halfway through that that I did have a, a website years and years and years ago, and it was an awful static thing. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was so bad I even forgot I'd had it. Oh wow! Well, well time to, to make that. the new one that's better and and brighter. Paul, yeah, FCC, we really appreciate you coming on to talk about yeah. this. Uh, first of all, yeah, patrons, we will be putting, and everyone listening, we will be putting. He made a really good, succinct docket of things of, for all that he talked about, all of his talking points. He printed it out. Look at that. He's prepped. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. But we'll put it up in the Patreon. I'll make, we'll make a Google Doc and we'll we'll have it uh, for the patrons. So if you want to check it out, patreon.com slash audionautic. And um, FCC, first of all, where can people find you on the internet? And then secondly, what have you got in the works? Um, where can people find me? Um, website. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hoping you'll say is website. Yeah, no, I, haven't, I haven't got a website. <laughs> <laughs> What's a website? <laughs> yeah, I've got a frequencycontrol.center website. Um, and then I've got my business one, which is a, a kc-webdesign.co.uk. Perfect. And, and then you're working on a some... bunch of other ones as well, but we won't go there. But, um, <laughs> uh, work, working on uh, well I'm, I'm actually working on a track with Curtis at the moment Ooh. Mm. we're coming out we're coming out of that coming out of that kind of probably revisit it uh, over the weekend I think um, yeah. Li yeah, I live streamed it with a couple of weeks ago and it crashed it and crashed I know always... <laughs> 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 but it's fine uh, it's, it's been it's been really fun so far isn't it yeah, yeah, I've really enjoyed it actually. Yeah, yeah, it's been good trying something different. Mm, and you yeah, got yeah. quite some cool tunes in the works, right? Because I know you sent us what is shaping up to be a very awesome EP. Yeah, yeah. You have you started mastering? Yes, I have yes. Just, ah, nice. just started because I got this new chain that I'm working with where I added a couple new things, so I'm making some tweaks and uh. Yeah, it's it's been fun, but uh, but that'll be out in March as part of Audionautic Records. It, mm. FCC has an album already out on there, and I will put a link. It's in the description, but I'll put a yeah. link. Uh, Analogs of Traces, awesome, awesome album. If you oh, dig the well, Canada type of pastoral IDM, highly worth checking out. Um, but yeah, we are booking up our 2024 releases for Audionautic Records. So Curtis, I know you have some more you want to say there. Oh. yeah uh very much so um i'll just share this uh made it it's so official that we made a little uh a little <laughs> thing a little video um we will be going uh live 
publicly across all socials in the next couple of days but if you're listening to this live then you're actually getting in early um which is really cool um we have booked up some of 2024 um but we do have some spaces for uh for the latter half of 2024 if you um have a demo an ep an lp whatever it is if you uh have got some form of creative expression and you wish to release it through our label um hit us up uh audionautic sounds at gmail.com um you can uh you can begin uh to approach us via things like instagram or x.com formerly twitter uh, if you would like to but then yeah we'll take your submissions through there we tend to go through it a couple of days later then uh some author and i bang our heads together and we get back to you we we like to frame it in the sense that we don't have any any limits we're an electronic label um but that is so broad and we like to keep it that way um for good reason uh we're not necessarily an idm label we're not necessarily an ambient label we're not a down tempo we're not in anything we're just we're a community here of like-minded individuals and if you want to become part of this community like i say audionautic sounds at gmail.com yeah and then we appreciate it. everybody that sends a submission. We'll schedule a meet if we dig the sounds we're hearing. Uh, we got a lot going on. It's going to be good. But there's a lot more in the news. And so we'll have to cover it next week. But we just want to talk a little bit about what we've got to talk about. So Spotify has officially announced their changes to royalties for any artists with songs. Like their new threshold is a song has to reach a thousand streams. And after that, you'll begin getting paid. But if those thousand weren't in the first month of its release, whatever is before the thousand won't get paid to you. It's only what's after that thousand. So they said in their writing, if you get a thousand in the first month, you'll get that full amount that you're owed. But if let's say you get 700 in the first month and 300 in the next month, you'll only get that 300 or it's even after that. But that it's the whatever month that you hit the thousand that you start getting it uh, quite crazy. There's a lot more to it as well that they're talking about. And we've gone through in a couple different episodes the rumored things. And a lot of that is there uh, in what they wrote. But it's even a little more complex than that and what they're saying. There was another thing they talked about where they're going to have a new threshold of uh, individual unique listeners that have to be met before they'll pay out. So let's say 20 people listen if it's not in enough places or if it's not what they won't say the number, but if it's not in enough unique places, they'll, they won't pay you. Even if it's all legit streams and stuff like that, it's really strange things, but basically just anybody that has songs under a thousand, you're just not going to get paid for it. They're going to take your money that you're owed and give it to artists with bigger streams. That's their whole thing. So they're saying they're opening up extra money for artists that are emerging and professional, but yeah, uh, it's a weird metric because I mean, even artists with big streams on some songs, not every song gets these big streams, right? Like, you know, you might get lucky with one song, but the rest don't. And so you just won't get, let's say every song you have hits 999 in a year, but you have one that hits 10,000. You're only going to get the 10,000 one. And only after, of course, you hit that thousand metric or whatever. It's just bizarre. But in better news, Teenage Engineering announced the pocket operator KO2, which I have the... Uh, the original, the PO33. It looks awesome. We'll talk about that next week. And then finally, next week, we'll also take a deep dive into the Logic 10.8 update. Lots of crazy things, AI mastering, all this kind of stuff. Um, so there's a lot going on. 
But this week, we really wanted to talk about everything to consider when you're making a website because like we're talking with Spotify, with Bandcamp, with Instagram reach going down, things like that. Good to have a home base. So we really appreciate FCC oh. coming on and giving us his professional take. Um, let us know, Chad, if there's anything you learned about designing a website. Do you have a website? Are you thinking about making one? Um, we're curious to hear. Yeah. So That's anything else you'd want to say? Did we miss anything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you again, uh, FCC, for giving us uh, your time uh, and energy. Uh, it's, it's a very comprehensive lowdown. And yeah, fair, lots of valuable information. So once again, thank you ever so much. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a huge subject. So we, I mean, we really only tackled a small bit. But, you know, if people have got questions, you know, put them in the Discord and I'll be in there later. That's what we like. That's what you did. You just did our Discord pitch for us. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so we, uh, as another show draws to a close, um, we have a we have a whole week until we'll all be sitting back here again in some form or another. Uh, FCC, what will what's what have you got in store for the studio this week? Um, well, I I bought an old four track cassette player. Um, that was completely knackered, but I've managed to get three tracks out of the four working again. Um, But it's got a a fantastic knackered, hissy, warble, natural. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to be playing around with that, I think, this week. That's pretty awesome. Uh, That's going to be, that's going to be warbly for sure. That's going to be amazing. (laughs) Uh, that'd be great uh eon lake what about you bro i bought an old cassette deck recently i was i had these plans (laughs) of making tape loops with it but i haven't got around to it yet this week i'm going to be showing my cobalt eight some love because i realized i was way behind with uh with firmware and so i've updated it to version 2.1 and it's got 27 new filter types on it wow (laughs) 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 oscillators and stuff there's a ton of stuff to mess around with there i've got another an extra hundred factory presets as well to have a little mooch through Uh, and on on the play tray side i finally figured out how to use my zoom stomp multi effect stomp pedal so i'm having some fun running the micro freaks through there and various other bits and pieces trying to do some sound design. So yeah, more of that stuff, I think. What about uh, you, yeah, Curtis? It's uh, that's a good question. Uh, I will be, uh, I think I'm going to head along to the sound design myself. Uh, again, black Friday with glitch machines. And I have managed to fully map vital to both the, monologue and the uh, launch control so now i can control vital a beautiful wavetable synth via without actually looking at it which is even better so yeah sound design i think weird sounds i've been trying to i've been trying to get as weird as i can get um that's saying something because you're usually getting pretty weird (laughs) (laughs) african Death whistle was it? Yeah, Amazon, <laughs> right? Amazon, Amazon death whistle. stop churning out that middle of the road stuff. That, that middle of the road <laughs> weird. We want full weird. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, again, thanks to Lars for that. I'll be live streaming after the show. Uh, gonna make a song using it's the BST that is an Aztec death whistle. I don't know what's gonna happen, but <laughs> Lars sent it to me in the Discord. It's gonna be weird. 
it's gonna be fringy. So yeah, we'll see. It's lots of fringes. It's time. It's time to hermitize and get weird. Really weird. So yeah, that's, that's me. <laughs> what about you, Sunwolf? What's the week got in store for you, bro? Surviving, dealing with the baby still, <laughs> but we're getting there. We're, we're getting there. I mean, I think we'll always just be getting there, but but we're getting mm-hmm. there. But yeah, that, in the being a parent, that is. Yeah, yeah. just you know, just getting there. Crazy there is no there, but we're going for it anyways. But on the music front, years later, I'm saying <laughs> the same thing every day. <laughs> yeah, I say that because before we went live in the green room, I was talking with FCC about it, and I was like, "Oh boy, yeah, we're just we're going to be perpetually getting there, <laughs> never there, but getting there." But in the music mm. front. I've been trying something new with the Dallas desk. I've been trying to just try this new workflow where I sample one thing into the Diggy Tact and then just tweak and mangle it using one of its machines, like the Warp machine, to kind of like sync it to a time, but do some weird pitch shifting and time shifts and things like that. But then I build the song from there, and then I whatever I build on the circuit or something like that, I, I'm basically just sampling everything and, and building it into just the Diggy and the SP because my plan is to make like a live set with just those and then um, be able to do improvs with the diggy uh, with the circuit where I can just like record and kind of like live loop. And then I'm thinking at some point in the next year to turn that into kind of an album, but it's a really fun workflow where it's like, there's just one piece. That's the main basis. Like I'm just riffing and the samples are me playing. So it's like just riffing on the mini log and then sequencing that and slicing it and doing all that on the diggy tack. It's, it's, it's really fun. Like it's just a really bizarre workflow to just do where it's like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's so freeing. Like I don't have to look at plugins. I don't have to worry about all these different effects. Like everything's just right here and I'm just building it off of samples. So like I have the fun of playing the part, but then I have the control of everything using it as a sample. It's just the it's illusion interesting. Of control as well. Yeah. What's that? That'd be great. The illusion of control. Uh, which is even even better. In yeah, yeah. Your eyes light up as it comes in. It's going to be amazing. You no, know, it's brother. it's really fun because it's just like I don't know. I I like to change up workflows and just with the lack of sleep I was having and just you know like all the chaos and things like that. I was just feeling a lot of writer's block and just feeling like I I was hitting a a limit every time I would sit on anything. I was like it doesn't make sense and like I just can't get anything to sound good. But it's so funny like something that may not sound amazing that i'm playing like i'm like eh, i'm not sure about this chord progression i sample it and then i like repitch it tweak it chop it up re like resequence it and all that and it's like oh okay and then i'm off to the races and yeah. doing stuff so cool. yeah it's cool it's gonna be fun uh that's gonna be an exciting week so thank you ever so much let's know what you guys are up to uh in the studio this week and what's going down thank you ever so much for joining us it's been a wonderful week again Paul, FCC, thank you ever so much for your time, effort, and energy. It's been amazing. Um, we'll be back next week. There's so much news. We don't have time to talk about it all in one episode. It's a good no, place to be. But we can so. continue talking about it all over in the Discord. So if you want to talk more about the craziness of Spotify or how awesome the new POKO2 looks, that that's a word. That's a mouthful right there. POKO2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the I like the look of it and everything, but yeah, POKO too. Oh wow. Okay. Well, anyways, we appreciate you hanging out. We will be back live next week, Wednesday at eleven Pacific, seven PM UTC. I'm gonna just guess and go with it that I got that right. I have no idea. Curtis, <laughs> give me a thumbs up if I'm right. But anyways, we will see you then. Thanks for watching. <laughs>